And now, a dramatic reenactment of the first time I saw Common Rider Psycho. Hmm. So we get copyright for this. So should we be talking over it? What? I leave this show for two weeks and you give me this? What in the chocolate frosted fuck is that? The sword is a man. Cue the roll call. We are live! Connect. Loading. Tempered Zeal! Bluecaster Super Ichi! Loud and Impulsive! Craycaster! Late! Illuminating the Tokuverse! Goldcaster Garza! A Spark of Courage! The Power of Dreams! Orangecaster Global Soft Perka! Broadcasting hundreds of opinions across the world! Radio Sentai Cast Ranger! On Welcome everyone to Korea Sentai Cast Ranger episode 324! <laughs> it's episode Torkoal! <laughs> quick, someone, quick, someone get the gift of crying Torkoal because that's so, how Ichi is right now. so bad! We're a, we're, a, we're a group of swords who come together every week to talk about Blaze, Call Rider, and Super Sentai and a third thing. But this week, no, we're not because we're back from our two week break. Stop stealing my bitch! So, well, you're in agony. I was just helping you. So, we're doing a double episode special. So, we got two episodes to say. We're two episodes of Kira Major. Um, it's 2021, baby. It's 2020 is over. Here's a dog. Man, did we pick a bad time to take a break! I mean, you're upset about. Oh yeah, that's right. Ash's Torkoal is always like upset, or like he got. He was just emotional. <laughs> it used fake tears. Well, it's not. He was always upset. It's just like he was very emotional. So like every time he like like <laughs> Ash would say Torkoal did a good job, he'd be like, <laughs> like he'd just get really sad. No, Ash's Torkoal was fucking adorable. Um, but yeah, so as you can tell, Ishii's very upset that Colorado Psycho ended up being just a sword. For me, I'm not I'm not shitting you. The first time I saw the henshin, I was like, oh, is he like invisible? I'm like, okay, that's cool. So then like I talked to you about it and you were like and you were like you're like, what the fuck? And I was like, oh, he's a sword. Oh, that's stupid! Yeah, and he's like, yeah. Thanks, I hate it. No, he's just like, yeah. Why are you stupid? Oh, I love it. It's fucking awesome. All right, well, let's hold off on all that shit until we actually get into the saber. Hi, Gar. I'm fucking dizzy with rage. <laughs> Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> Thanks, I admit Lindsay that Ellis. I have I'm in the same boat of like that is the most ridiculous thing ever. I kind of love how ridiculous it is. Okay, so first off, use that code in the description. For skip the dishes. Comments from Lane. Comments for me, please. Give us your comments. Tell us what you think about Psycho. Yeah. This is our first year, our first episode in the year of 2021. We're back after a two-year holiday break. Two-year holiday break? <laughs> it feels like 
two-week holiday break, which was hilarious because both Christmas and New Year's fell on Fridays this year. Uh, I think Ichi needs to go on one more week of Yeah, I need another can... week to recuperate. Mm. But... I'm kind of, cr- it's kind of crazy how we got, like, major development episodes in both shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, Ichi, to be fair, that episode of Saber was written by uh, Keiichi Hasegawa, and it's not like it's the first time he gave us a character that turns into a fucking sword. Oh. Oh. Yeah, oh not the dog. <laughs> that Caliber. Alright. Okay, so, yes, it's, we're back. It's been a while, but we're back. I, I don't know what else to say. I, I have a Stormtrooper in Death Charge here. I yes. hope everyone's doing okay. For- I mean, I can hear out of both my ears properly again, so that makes me really happy. All right. Hey, don't have hard knee wax, guys. It sucks. So, today, because we missed a couple episodes, but also there was no new episode last week, we will have an easier time catching up than we expected, so this week is going to be a double episode special, and then next week we'll be back to our regular episodes. Yes. So this week we're talking about Saber, episode 15 and 16, and Cure Major, episodes 36 and 37. Oh, we're in, a, we're in for a doozy of Cure Major, god damn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I guess we should go into the Sissa Saber. Sissa Saber. Alright, so, where we left off with Saber, Saber and Calabar were flying into the big book in the sky, into the world of creation, or whatever the fuck. World of tomorrow! So, Calibur kind of says something. Gar, what did you say could be a possibility in Saber? Uh, oh, the thing that made people think that I orgasmed on the last episode? Uh, I made the idea or I made the creative idea that the book, like when they fly into the big book into the sky, it would lead them into the real world. Well, basically the idea that was posited that what if the world that they lived in was fake, that it was a world that was written and that Caliber was trying to find the way out. That Toma seems very confused that someone created the world, which feeds into our theory that they'll meet this world's author. And, and then in this episode, while Saber and Caliber are fighting, Caliber says that the world and its ending have already been written. Oh, yep. shit. So you might be right! <laughs> I think you might be right. And who, who else thinks that the um, that the author is Tassel? Very likely. Cause, and I was like, I was like, wait, Tassel? I'm like, oh, because like some of those books have like those, like, tassels like at the end on their bookmark yeah i think it's still kind of hilarious that they're looking for like the table of contents to knowledge yeah well we'll we'll get to that you'll be able to still get the knowledge without the table of contents it's like saying i want to know the secret the meaning of life but i can't find it so so like (laughs) when the show started we thought that what they were doing was trying to assemble all the wonder ride books because those were the pieces of the great book of creation that separated. Mm. But this plan apparently involves them going into Wonder World to find the the book the, the remains of the book that exploded and it's only remaining first page, the fucking table of revelations aka the table of contents. It's like the, the just the chapter list for the book of reality. 
Oh, yes. So, of course, of course, I have the Saber Faces of the Week for both 15 and 16. So, I, I realized Ogami hasn't had one yet. So, I, I, I caught I caught this caught this picture of just this face he was making when he was getting this fucking... Oh, my God. Uh, it just, uh, and then, um... Uh? I, I, I couldn't find a really good one for episode 16, but then I saw... I saw one of the villains do that face, and I was like, "All right, he's he's looking he's looking pretty sinister there, man." So you just need to add the audio <laughs> of Gordon Ramsay. Finally, some fucking delicious food. <laughs> oh my god! Oh yeah, yeah, let's let's fucking talk about freaking Ogami just being like, "Yeah, this was a pretty nasty year after all." And I was like, "Did they just like reference 2020?" Well, yeah. Why wouldn't they? Well, do- I, just, I mean, in universe, it's like, oh yeah, all the monster attacks, but you know what they're really talking about. Yeah, who's all the monster attacks? <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen Saber. What's the female's character name again? May. May, May right? She's like, yeah, it's really been a rough year. Oh fuck off, May. For you, it's only been like a month. <laughs> no, it's it's. it's so months. it's been so like three months. So while Saber and Caliber are flying towards the the table of contents of knowledge. The Megiddo fighting the others say that their objective is to remake the world so that it's appropriate for them and bad for the humans. But they don't say exactly what they're gonna do, they just say that it'll suck for humans. Yeah. Like, are they gonna make the air unbreathable? Like, what What exactly... They yeah, like, my not... first thought was terraforming sort of stuff, too, but... So long that they're, like, trying to find... They seem table. to be able to oh, do that's... fine, uh... We want to redecorate the planet! It's tacky! It's boring. Like, they clearly can breathe now. Yeah, it doesn't seem inhospitable for them currently, so what exactly do they want to do? They don't want to make it more evil. We want to make it a great big party! Nightclubs everywhere! <laughs> Waffles on every corner! Woo! <laughs> I don't know. Um, while they're flying through the tunnel, we do see Saber go Dragon Eagle Arthur briefly, which was a nice touch. Which I'm surprised you just didn't fall into a pit or something while flying. Uh, of course, around the time where I'm like, oh, we're never going to see Arthur again, he doesn't use that And then he used it twice, and I was like, fuck you. <laughs> <God> <laughs> fuck damn, you. I, I mean, like, fuck me, too, because I hate the Arthur form. No, I love the uh, Arthur form, well, but I just wasn't expecting to see it again. Well, I remember this episode came out around Christmas, so, you know. Gotta sell the toy. Gotta sell that toy. I'm just, I'm just counting my blessings that they didn't summon the mech and turn him into a sword again. No, just the mech kind of just like appeared beside him and was like, "Yeah, I got you." Yeah. My so, brain just completely forgot that he did that. I don't know why. It just like completely erased that he was a sword too at one point. So talking about the whole like ultra, like basically them flying into the portal and like reaching this book. It sort of reminds me of something that I learned recently for uh, from Marvel Comics, where the Fantastic Four also sort of did this sort of thing. And you know what they found? They found Jack Kirby in his, in his office drawing. <laughs> oh, Jack that's Kirby, awesome. The co-creator of the Fantastic Four. Just drawing away. And, the, and if you're wondering what the word bubble says, it's, well, you coming in or what? <laughs> I drew you would be here. In which, like, Ben Grimm's in his human form, and he's like, I kind of miss my old self, proceeds to draw the rocks around him. There you go. <laughs> wow. Um, so yeah, Saber and Caliber fight some more, and Saber dual wields with Ikazuchi again, and then Toma just gets, like, instantly 
by the fucking darkness ability. Yeah, I rope, and then Caliber just sort of eats Saber. Yeah. We got this really cool shot when you got, like, disappeared in the darkness. We saw, like, uh, his sword and the Ikazuchi just kind of, like, cross them to the cross ground. Swords. It was yeah. just a really nice shot of, like, them in yeah. frame. I like that. And then I honestly really like this this very epic CG heavy battle style. Yes. Like when they jumped into the sky and they were flying on dragons at each other, like that felt like a video game or something. Yes! I was saying like the last really like that. I was saying in the Draconic Knight uh, debut episode, I was like I was like, they should be fighting on their fucking dragons, and then we got that this episode. They did, they fought on their dragons. Thank you. Fuck. It's like they're they're because they're they're the the, the dragon well, lords. Thanks to Psycho, we learned that like technically that those two swords are like the yin and yang. But like I like to think Brave Dragon and Jaku Dragon are the yin and yang of each other. Well, so. Yeah, they were related because they those two opened the portal to Avalon, so mm-hmm. there was some correlation. But yeah, seeing the two dragon riders fight was pretty rad. Oh man. Uh, like, I, I can understand why people would call it corny, but I just really like how. It felt final. Like, if they didn't have anything like that, then the conclusion with Caliber wouldn't have felt anywhere near as conclusive as it did. Yeah, but uh, just... before all that happens, what I was saying about Toma getting temporarily Sorry. swallowed by Cal- by by Kuriyami, like, as he's, like, in the world of darkness, he, he somehow channels Kento's spirit, who basically shows up and tells him that Kingdom Hearts is lightning. Get, get good, it's bitch. lightning ghost, Kento. <laughs> But like I was noticing, I was noticing like because like I love the cape on uh, Jao Dragon yeah. Caliber. It's just so, and it made me think. I'm like, okay, I hope every final form that each rider gets in the show, they just all have capes because that's like the final like ascension into, into great power. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I I'm sorry. Like End is cool, but like. Her saying no capes, it, it, that just stabs me in the She said that because some dude got sucked into a jet engine! Yeah, it's, a it's bunch of people died. Anyway, but I, I do agree that capes are good. It, they, I love capes. Like I said, capes are when, awesome looking, they're just not practical. Like I said, when Jao... common riders don't need to be practical. Yeah, like I said, when Jao Dragon debut, and he really pulls off the, like, Dragon Emperor look. Yeah, so I'm really hoping by, like, because, like, we know Buster, Ken's on, and Slash, so they're not going to get fucking new forms. Probably not. No. But, like... I'm hoping Saber, Espada, Blades, and... Espada, if he ever comes back. He will. He'll, he'll um, come back. He'll, he'll come back. He's fucking right in the show. He'll, he'll be back again. When Caliber <laughs> died, his body did not vanish. That is true. So it's the... not just a thing that happens tonight. It's something happened to Kento. Yeah. Oh yeah! I still go into the sword. I man. still think Kento's soul is inside Koryami. But what happened? No, Tomo was about to take Kuriyami, but then it like vanished somehow. Um, but yeah, so then, uh, so then Caliber decides to go like, "All right, you want to know what happened fifteen years ago? I'll tell you what fucking happened fifteen years ago." Luna, just fucking important. Yeah, Which, so we found out a lot of important some details. Some kind of barrier maiden. Luna is some sort of plot child with the power to connect the two dimensions. She's a singularity. Yeah, from Deno. Uh. She didn't know Toma for very long. She was just some rando who showed up with the Wonder World book in hand. What about me? 
Also, the book says tale as old as time on I, it. I was telling Lane that while we were watching. I'm like, did you notice the cover of the book says tale as old as time? Tale as old as time. What if Saber and the girl. So what What if she is the author of the series? What if she's Tassel? <laughs> Please no. Oh my oh. god, that'd be the fucking Please no. <laughs> also, me and Ichi were discussing the possibility of Comrade or Tassel and like mm, he'd have the just, mustache. He'd have the mustache. He'd just be covered in tassels be everywhere. Honestly. Final villain. God. No, he's no, okay. So like I said, he's narrating the story, but Toma's the one who decides the ending. So jumping ahead a little bit in the episode, so at the end we see we see disaster because like he kind of does the final against Kami Joe the good old backstabber. Yeah, and he picks up his book and he's just like, "Sweet, now I'm free, like from my shackles." Yeah, he takes the disaster book so, so that no one can chain him back up again. There's more oh, so to that's this. That's what he meant by that. Yeah, there's more to this fucker than we're they're letting on, and I feel like he's like on his way to be like the end game villain, like it, like pretty much like 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 Gremlin and Wizard. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah, he yeah. always he's, he did always kind of have that feel where he was more than just the Mook of the Week. Yeah, so Disaster is definitely going to play a bigger part in this, so I know. And he he probably wants the caliber power set. Who fucking knows? He did because he, he tried to get it. He tried to take like, it before. Oh 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 oh! You're still and for all we know, he might have been the one to whoosh it away in yeah, this episode. I like to think so. If he comes back as caliber, fucking cool. That's awesome. I'm well, that still, would be cool. I'm still sad that Toma isn't increasing his sword collection because he's got three so far. <laughs> he does. Yeah, because not about him collecting all the swords. Kami just like you. You need to use the caliber sword now. So yeah. Kamijo tells Toma that Luna is some sort of magical plot child, and the reason he did all this... My favorite. ...was because Kento's dad, Fukamiya Hayato, was apparently told by someone within the Sword of Logos organization that the world is written by someone, that the world ending was written by someone, and that you need to, quote-unquote, obtain the eternal truth in order to get the power... To undo it, or something to that seeming effect. Yeah. So apparently, confusing. But I mean, I think that might be the point. So he decided that he needs to pursue this truth and find out who inside of the Sword of Logos organization is the true traitor who told Hayato to do all this. It's Sophia. It could be, for all we know. Also, disaster's voice by Shigaraki. That's awesome! Yes. Whoa! That's Um, cool. So, because he was told that there's a traitor within Sword of Logos, that's why he decided, screw everyone, I'm gonna fly solo! Yeah, but then, like, Toma does much well, maybe if you talk to your friends about it, they could have helped you. He's like, oh, maybe you're right. Maybe I should have Maybe I should have that! (laughs) It was kind of weird how they went through this whole thing where, like, you can only, you have to choose between having friends and knowing the truth you can only choose one <laughs> like that doesn't seem to make sense to me well yeah but that's just villain logic just yeah. the way that he said that there was a traitor in the sword of logos just made my mind instantly go to revenge of the sith to but uh lane be you careful of your one. friend palpatine uh, and your pal friend no no it's um but but to me the council's evil or something. Oh oh so like oh I had a good chance of Palpatine is evil from my point of view the Jedi are evil. Yeah, it's like only a Sith deals in absolutes. Hmm. 
And, like, to, to be honest, I was more thrown off by how it's, like, you can tell they filmed the flashback scene, like, months late, like, a few weeks later after they filmed, the, like, the the start of the first Oh, episode. yeah, no, absolutely they But did. I'm, like, if I, like, if I were directing this, I would have had that filmed at the same time, because it just felt off, by, like, this is supposed to be, like, this giant battle going on. But it's just the two of them chilling there. <laughs> like, wouldn't it have made more sense if, like, you saw more people fighting in the background with, like, the mooks or something? Yeah. Yeah, I just love, like, like freaking, uh, like, Calibur does what he does, and then, like, Kento's dad's like, The fuck, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Today was the, I was this close to getting fucking cheese! Like, whatever. What was interesting to find out when Comedy tells us about what happened 15 years ago in the flashback is that big, like, explosive attack that's, that Kamijo as Saber does didn't actually kill either of them. Nope. Like, you see Hayato and him still talking afterwards. It, it was just like a flashbang. Just... <laughs> so like, Pocket sword! A light attack, I guess. So, so, like, I don't think they fully explain how Caliber's power set moves over to Kamijo. Maybe he killed him as Saber. Uh-oh. Maybe he just maybe he he took this he, he threw some sand in his eyes. He's like ah, he took the sword out of his hands. But then the question becomes, oh, why wouldn't you just work together with him to uncover the true traitor? I feel like we'll get more context to like that conversation as the show goes on. Like I mean, the, the man's dead. No, no, but like I mean, like the flashback. We'll get more context. Maybe the I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Maybe we have to hear Kento's dad's side of things. Yeah, yeah. Isn't yeah. He also dead? I feel like there is more. Especially since they just sort of said, and then Luna can de- can. I I think I think the implication. How I think the implication is that Kamijo as Saber literally physically killed Hayato and took Kuriyami and became Caliber. Yeah, but I think I think his soul's in the sword. That I don't think we have any evidence towards yet. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe Kento and his dad are just bonding in the sword. That's hey, what I said. Hey, what's up, man? Yeah, that's what right. I said. That's what I said at the end of thirteen. That's what I said at the end of thirteen. So that could be a thing, but it could be the case that Saber, that Kamijo as Saber, straight up just stabbed Hayato and murdered him. Just, <laughs> just Kento shows up and there's Kamijo and there with like a deck of cards, mini fridge, freaking just a wooden table and chairs. So hey, grab a drink. Yeah, welcome to the party, bro. It's just like a fucking AA meeting inside Kuriyami. Yeah, it's just... like, a t- like a TV, but it only has public access channels. <laughs> yeah, Cal- so, so... Cal- Caliber's anonymous. Hey, hey, hey you want to watch him, Timothy Goes to School? After that, so it's Arthur. God, not Timothy Goes to School again, God damn it. I also like <laughs> this episode, we got we got the proper like post-hension cutscenes for both Dragon Ignite and Daisenki. Yes. That was cool. Sword fight. Also, while this whole Saber Caliber exchange is happening, the others on the outside decide it's a good idea, even though Saber hasn't come out of the book yet, to just destroy all the pillars and close the book. And May! He's the main character, so he'll come out, like, right at the. And May, of all people, is the one to, like, get them to fucking get off their asses and actually fucking, like, fight and win. And, like, you even see a couple of them looking at it, it's like. Is fucking May telling us hyping us Are we getting a morale that? speech from the sidebar? Of course she runs over to Rintaro first and tells him to get off his ass. Well, yeah. like, she has the ultra mega crush on him, so... Just, I didn't like their part of the subplot, because from episode 14, like, 14 and 15, it was just nothing but them fighting. 
Well, yeah, they're trying to... The, the pillars are connected to books, so people are still in danger, so they're trying to stop those. Yeah, but we've seen them take, but my, but but my point, them take on these guys already, so it's like it's not like there's any big threat that they're going to lose. Well, it's a, the idea is they're stalling for time so that either Saber or Caliber can get what they're after. Yeah. Um, but, but my point is, if you're going to destroy the pillars, great. Why wouldn't you just leave the last one until you know Saber's out of the fucking book? Oops. For all you know, if he had been a second later, you would have trapped him in there, you oh, assholes. Oh, they knew. They'd be fine. Our plot uh, senses are tingling. That's no, some bullshit writing. They read the contents. And then we just get the shot of, like, all of them henching, and then it's just maze in the center of them. And I just, like, that's where, like, I saw someone Photoshop, like, Espada's, like, sword driver on her. And I was just, like, no. almost choked on my fucking drink I was drinking when I saw it. So I was like, no, no. Oh, my gosh. I, I actually, I forgot that I wrote this for that. Um, May slightly sidesteps. Everyone transforms and May poses too. This is how I feel included in any group. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to be the one to say it. I do not want May to be a writer in this series at all. I don't care how much development she gets. I don't care if Rintaro fucking trains her himself. I, I just... She just doesn't have... I, the I, type of personality to be a writer. I think that's that how I she, feel about my inclusion in cast range. It's Aww. nothing. It's nothing because she's a woman or anything like that. That's never. That's not a fucking problem. It's just no, that the way her personality is. No, he's talking. He's just talking about May. Thing. It's a all the people are cool, and then there's me. Thing. You're cool. Oh, I just. <laughs> I personally just don't think May needs to be a writer. So. I think potential's there if she uh, if she undergoes a lot of development and and her character. Calms down a little. Maybe she could be. Because like but definitely like, not as she is like now. When, when Poppy became a writer in X Eight, I was like, ha! Ah, wouldn't it be funny if Poppy became a writer? And then she did, and I was like, oh, that's fucking cool. I like that. But then she did I didn't nothing. Like it. She did do nothing. She she did. Hell, she'd be standing there in battle. Like, po like Poppy and X Eight, I'm talking about. She'll be there, and she'll be watching the fight, and I'd be like, I'll be watching him. Like you have a fucking belt. You have a gashit. Why aren't you helping? And you know who less deserved to be a writer? Fucking soup. <laughs> Correct. Oh, uh, you mean the last ditch effort? God. I really so. like the common Rider Tsukiyomi design, but <laughs> it was very weird that it waited until like the very, very end. I like how hard you had to try to not say soup. Kaguya, clearly you haven't watched the like early Cast Ranger days before Emily joined the show. <laughs> uh oh, I miss, I miss Paul. I miss Paul shouting. I miss not really hearing Kevin, and I all and I still miss the whole cut that out. Yeah, but then and then it didn't get cut out. If only there's a rematch. That's why edits now. It's it's like if these episodes need a remaster or something. So of course, of course, freaking May does the thing where she just like goes up and just goes. And he immediately drops down. It's like, ah, I knew I'd come back. Shut up, I'm coming! And he comes back down. And he's like, oh, God, yeah, we did Fuck yeah. <laughs> Is Calvin dead? Yeah! Is Kendo still dead? Yeah! Well, what'd you guys find out? Nothing! Nothing! Uh, I'll talk about next episode. Uh, Furiously sipping. And I'm, I'm sorry, I wasn't trying to, like, get people to be on my cake. Like, like, trying to get people to say that that's not true it's i was okay. just saying that that's like it was a very very clear representation of the feeling of being like and i am also here 
<laughs> it was just that's why it was so funny. It just so, feels so weird funny. that like sorry. Uh it just feels weird that this episode sorta ends the first arc of the show. Yeah, and then Saber episode sixteen is arguably the start of chapter two. Yeah. <gasps> I see what you did there. Yeah you did. Oh my goodness. So we gotta talk about the big thing right off the bat. Do we have to? Yes. Baby. Oh. <gasps> yeah! That was so, so cool to see! So, Koichi Sakamoto was the director of both these episodes, which explains why there was more fighting and less talking. Because <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> he like, knows like, what he does like, best. Like, seriously, freaking with Jaw Dragon. It's like, oh, why, don't you just, why don't you just talk to your friends? You know, I guess you're... <clears throat> ah, shit, I And then he got stabbed. As Lane mentioned before, shows would be over... If people just talk things out, talk shit, get hit. Yeah, no, I've been watching like I've been watching a lot of Frasier, and I've just noticed in this show, every time like, someone talks, they get stabbed. No, no, but in <laughs> Frasier, like that's if, not if someone just, I think you're confusing it with something. Instead awful. of not telling someone the truth right away at that exact moment, they feel, they funnel about for twenty minutes. Yeah. Welcome to why I don't like those shows. No, I like them though. Niles is my least favorite though. Sitcoms where the whole situation is based plots, which sitcoms like I that mean, where the whole the whole conflict is a lack of communication, just fucking infuriate me. God, I don't know how I made it through five. Yeah, Kelsey Grammer is like a villain in power. I feel please. exactly the same way. Ichi shows like that. Like I just, I just all I can think is like. Please just say how you're feeling. Right? Like, but, I don't know how the fuck I made it through the fucking Keitaro Yuka subplot of Fies. But then again, if things were just talked out, we wouldn't have gotten the season two finale of Cobra Kai or season three. That's true. Just love you. Just love me. Just. But so yeah, I, just otherwise, you can talk I, it out and talk it out at the same time while you're fighting. That's what they do in all. Oh of yeah, lots of things. Gar, explain this, please, and what you did just recently. Okay. So, <laughs> well, okay. So, for those that don't know, the two, like the mom, like the mom, the baby, and the dad in the in the episode sixteen of Saber was a big Ultraman cameo in a sense because. Uh, the dad is the suit is the main suit actor for the most recent Ultraman shows. Yeah, uh, he was also Captain Zena and Jeed, and that is his real wife and and child, in which she was also an Ultraman Jeed. Yeah, she, she was that's a, that's my Ultraman wife. Yeah, but it's it's that guy's Ultra wife. Yeah, yep. With, with <laughs> the baby, which the the original joke that I had was I was going to take a photo of all the Saber Riders together. With an Ultraman vinyl in the middle, be like, oh, for some reason I lost the image, so here's a recreation. <laughs> but then I found something much funnier. So they start to see the magic world, like they start to see like the magic paper. Because world. of the pillar incident, normal humans are starting to see Wonder World in the sky, just like that one part of Digimon season one where they uh, saw the Digiworld I in the sky. That. That was cool. But, right. You know, me being the snarky ass, hey, there's something different about the sky. <laughs> yeah! It's the land of light. It's the land of light. That's oh. amazing. Good job, guys. <laughs> but anyways, Gar bought a bunch so of random figures. people seeing yeah. what the 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 next part I have lit, written down is the mysterious girl comes to bring Toma to the other base. For some reason, Toma is dressed like an Amish dude. That's what I was saying. I'm like, he's in his Amish clothes again. 
No, but you know what? I gotta give credit to Toma, Toma for actually like changing outfits every episode. Yeah, because everyone else is just in uniform. You know what? That's another thing. Picking uh, my my supervisor. That's Lito's wife from Jean. Was it? Yeah. yeah this oh episode, my god. Yeah, you've been complaining this whole show. Like, why don't we see Maze work and her boss in this episode? We finally got to. Yeah, and apparently she's been doing an amazing job. So yeah, she's not fired, Gar. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, there she is. Holy shit! So that's Lito's wife. Yeah, that's the one that Zero is banging. Yeah. <laughs> Lito. <laughs> so this episode starts with Tassel hawking a loogie. The Megiddo being very angry. Ooh. And then we see Reika on the phone with someone who we don't know yet. I, I just fucking see these three villains. I'm like, I've lost all interest in you guys. Also, now I'm... Shenzai, Bonsai, and Ed? Also, I finally Great. saw... Oh my goodness, they are! Also, I finally <laughs> saw Storius's, like, bookmark Mark hair. Yeah, because I thought you guys were talking about, like, his bangs being so far apart, and I was like, oh, okay, oh. Like, that's not too bad. Then I saw the actual, like, long-ass extension. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, no, that's stupid. It's bookmark. Ichi. What? I know the title of the episode. Okay. Okay. So, in Ultra Ranger, they did, like, a few common Rider references, so we titled the episode, they put common Rider in my Ultraman. This episode has to be, they put Ultraman in my common Rider. Sure. And Moe's actor retiring my ass. Oh, I'm sorry, with a cameo <laughs> holding the baby. She had a speakable line that's acting! That <laughs> Bullshit! I don't think it's acting, but- Bring Moa back in Ultraman, please! Baby. Oh, She's super cute. <laughs> hey, there's something wrong with this guy. I just see that. I'm like, oh, I have to do this. So, hey, Sophia's still Jeez, missing. coming towards them. <laughs> so, hey, Sophia's still missing, but it's time to celebrate the new year with a, the big clean. You're cleaning and Toshikoshi Sova. Give me a Sova! And, like, and Ritaro goes like, Sova? Sova? I love Sova. I want to try Sova. I'm a homo sapien. He's a Sova sapien. A Sova sapien. I'm sorry, I have to I have to post this. Uh, oh, do I still have, do I still have the picture? I do. Yeah, I posted this a lot like like the past couple weeks. People were like, "Lay no," and I'm like, what? "Yeah, it's funny." I do have a fellow homo. Fun. <laughs> so Reika. That shouldn't be funny, but in all honesty, the expressions are what makes it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gay. I'm gay. Why was it like the guy who jumps down off the counter and he's yeah, that's him. That's I. That's I dubs. I'm gay. I'm gay. <laughs> Yeah, Gar got the arcabs. Yeah. This so, they're actually really nice. I have purpling depression. So now I have yeah, all the northern uh, riders. Fun. They're actually really cool. <clears throat> A lot bigger than the zero one uh figures. Oh. Where's Buster? Uh I already had him. He's over by Saber. He's ugly. He's not ugly. The he's based on artwork the that they before they did the show. That's why he's scrawny. The Buster on your shelf. You bought them all yourself. <laughs> there it goes. There Where's goes your cash? <laughs> so. I don't know. I'm sorry. So, that so was I don't know how much Digimon. <laughs> okay. Because you mentioned the sky thing. Because yeah. I've heard that it's really badly paced. Um, so yes, Reiko shows up and tries to recruit Toma to, to work as a writer of the Southern Base. 
And obviously he says no, because, you know, he has friends here. <laughs> they got yanked like fish. Uh, sorry, I don't feel like ditching the season one cast for season two. I really hope we get the southern-based riders. Yeah. Awesome. There was talk about Psycho supposedly being a southern-based rider, but he's not. He's, he's kind of like a neutral party. Reka on the phone at the start of the episode, is is she says that she's looking for the Sword of Light, and obviously Psycho is that Sword of Light, so she was Bring out the him. sword that was lost a thousand years ago! Just, could, could you imagine if the southern, in quotes, southern riders were just palette swaps of the riders that we oh already have? Oh my god. I, I fucking hope not. Just to save on money, they're just palette swaps. Or just like mismatch, mishmashes of fucking them. And their names are just backwards, like Common uh. Rider Rebus. <laughs> Rebus! <laughs> no, 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 it's gotta be like, um, so, so in Gargoyles, they made like clones of the Gargoyles. Okay. Like, like, they were named after L.A. units. Decker. So it was like, L.A., San Diego. Decker, I need you to do me a favor for me, okay? I need you to take, a like, a stock photo of Conrader Saber. I need you to s- swap his colors and re- mirror, mirror the image. And that's Conrader Rebus. I need that done. Conrader <laughs> Sedalb. <laughs> that's too good. I'm just going through all of them now. We need to we need to make all these like all these backwards <laughs> versions of them and then just be like oh guys the southern base riders were leaked <laughs> yeah yeah come uh, come Stay right robust fucking pull a jacks film with that Jaznik Sedal Redzub Redzub and like what's a spot up backwards uh okay so just like Dead. whatever the colors are on Saber's body but like just like palette swap them and then it's uh Rizal yeah. Yeah. Or Rissab. Those <laughs> fucking horrible bootleg palette swaps with like much shittier belts. Come on, Adpes. Oh god, what, be, what caliber is that? Adapsy. That would be caliber, right? Koza Assy. You're welcome, guys. Yeah. There's a whole team of riders to make. Yeah, have fun. <laughs> um, yeah. So Reiko shows up, tries to recruit Toma, he says. Come on, no. Rubalak! Rubalak? <laughs> That's oh, that's too good. Uh, yeah. That sounds like some kind of like really fancy food, or I'll take the I'll take a pound of rubelac, please. <laughs> so because Toma refuses to work with her, she decides to start this whole plan that clearly implicates her as, if not the true traitor, definitely working with the true traitor, who's probably the other end of the phone, uh, and decides to tell Rintaro that the Megiddo kidnapped Sophia, which. Probably isn't true, but I won't eliminate that as a possibility. But you the know, most it's probably part right is there. the common rider Rebus actually looks cool. I like it, Blue Dragon. <laughs> there you go. The Blue Dragon. This book could be the Blue Dragon Bacalar from that 360 game. It's 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 Vimon instead of Gumon. Yeah. Uh. I don't think Reiko was talking to any of the Megiddo because we never see a shot of them on the other end of the phone. <laughs> Rubelak promotes three oh, no. to no. the There's a There's a drug <laughs> piglet for piglets called Rubelak. It's a digestive medicine for pigs. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, yeah, that game. There you go. Oh, yeah, Blue Dragon. That was okay. Game I heard. Yeah. I just can't believe that that, that it actually is something called Rubelak. Yeah. Nothing's original these days, guys. Yeah. Remember that. 
So, she tells Rintaro that the Megiddo kidnapped Sophia, and then she goes and tells Ogami and Daishinji that Toma is a filthy traitor. So, yeah, we see Sophia just kind of, like, sitting there in, like, a little corner in, like, a barrier or something, and I was like, oh, yeah, Sophia's a thing. I forgot about her. What do you want to bet she's being held in the southern base? Yeah, she's the traitor. Sophia? Maybe. No, or maybe, I think, or maybe she she found out something she wasn't supposed to know. And no, I think Reika just straight up kidnapped her as part of her scheme. Oh yeah, I guess. If Tomo wasn't going to work with her, then she would just have everyone kick his ass. Oh, yeah. Reika being the traitor just seems really, really obvious, though. So well, oh, I mean, she's definitely evil. She's on the phone with someone, so I think the two of them are in cahoots the as the, the traitor. Is the person she's on the phone with? Is that, is that, that, the, is that freaking Mabel's pig? Yes, yeah, Waddles. Yeah, it's Waddles. A, a Waddles gif, I guess, because he needs some Rubelak. Yeah, <laughs> Waddles. The pig transforms into the rider. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as stupid as what we got this episode. Seiko better be a freaking. Or Reiko better be a freaking rider. I can see that. Yeah, I want that. But yeah, so, so Rintaro, Ren, Ogami, and Daishinji all confront Toma and insist that he hands over his power set, and of course he refuses because he's still got mysteries to solve. And he tells them that, oh, Kamijo told me that there's a traitor in the Sword of Logos. And all four of them get set off for different reasons. When I first watched this episode raw, I was like, why the fuck would they go against him so readily and so easily? But when you listen, but when you watch the episode subbed and hear what their reasoning is, you can kind of get some understanding. So, because Toma... Assholes about it. Because Toma says that there's a traitor inside the Sword of Logos, which of course is Rintaro's only known family, he's going to be hypersensitive and just flies off the handle the second his precious Sword of Logos gets put under any suspicion. Ren gets angry because why are you listening to the guy who killed Kento? Because he has too much of a boner for Kento for a reason that was never really established. Yep. And then Ogami and Daishinji are just following orders because now that Sophie is gone, technically they all work for the southern base now. Hmm. So yeah, they all hench in and, and start fighting Saber and he insists that they're ah, being tricked, which I, of course is... <laughs> I see we're adapting the other dragon fiend common writer, Ryuki. Yeah. This is a weird adaptation so far. Yeah. <laughs> but it but it's doing the same the same thing Ryuki did, not having a yellow rider. <laughs> Unless Psycho gets a proper form. Oh shit. <laughs> well Espada was yellow. Well if anything that makes that makes the sword rider Odin. Yeah. Sordin? Sordin. Sordin. So Sordin. Sorta Sordin. So we get to see a very awesome GoPro Lupin Ranger esque battle shot for this fight. That gave me motion sickness. A little bit. And we also get plenty of floppy gekido. We also got like an Iron Man face cam shot. Yeah. Power Rider Ukis. <laughs> yeah. I think the you can I think you can spell it without the U, so it would be Comrade Okius. Okius. Mm. So what's, what's the way to spell Spada? Dead. <laughs> but yeah, so when we first saw Psycho, I thought I thought I thought he was like invisible. <laughs> so I was like, oh he's invisible, right? That's yeah, cool. And then I'm like so Oh no, he's a sword. Kenzan tries to go in for the final blow and May tries to stop it, but then Yuri comes out of fucking nowhere and Yuri. blocks it. So the dude who I previously referred to as Arthur, whose name is apparently Yuri, shows up and goes, What is this fuckery before me? 
I I just oh, I love you giving him like the medieval. Oh well, no! I'd want him in the English dub to be voiced by Yuri Lowenthal. <laughs> the given. What is this fuckery? Yeah. Soldiers, <laughs> the Seekins are supposed to protect the world. What the fuck is this? Yeah. And then he puts on the psycho driver and transforms. Who is the shining star? I don't know. I was trying to think of what that song reminded me of, the way you sang it, and I just realized, Shaman King! Uh, oh my god. Shaman King. <laughs> so, holy hell, Conrad or Psycho. Oh my god. I love him. He's just a sword. That's awesome. He's I will so say, I will say, the chimes, the music, the noises from the belt and book, love them. I yeah. love all of them. Everyone. In the book. In the book. The, the, the standby chime especially where it's like who is this who is this and on the first time I heard it you know what it reminded me of mm-hmm. as much as I hate to make this reference Soyonet Soyonet oh Spongebob Soyonet yeah Spongebob I gave it a light Soyonet Soyonet destroy us all destroy us all I'll take the chick. I'll take the rider <laughs> <laughs> but yes so Conrad Psycho happens and he just turns into a sword and stuns everyone and then starts flipping Fighting everyone. Yeah, no, he's bust. He's super busted. Yeah, he's, he's just, just a, sword. a sword, but just like a sword. alive. How do I fight it? So, like everyone who's seen like that gold like helmet design on the sword, it's like, oh, that's gonna be a suit. No, no, that's his helmet. That's I, his head. I still think we're gonna get a proper light form that'll look like that. Yeah, but no, I, I I'd love to get the psycho driver. I really would. But I just my finances aren't good, so I can't. Uh, also of note is. You know how the sword driver riders, when they have their forms, it says like Isats for like volume one. His is instead of volume one, it says chapter one. Isho. Yeah, he's all cool. Stuff. So he'll have chapter two, maybe three forms, maybe. Yeah. Damn it! Now I want to keep Rain Ray player. Common Rider Rubalak also looks cool. <laughs> I like, see you just stole armor from Guy. I think. Yeah, the, yeah, he did. Rubalak. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's another Ultraman reference. He is a warrior of light. That's, that's a Final Fantasy reference. It's also an Ultraman thing, because that's like one of their subtitles. Yeah. And the first the giant creature. Light. Although I guess that was Emissaries of Light. They call Giants of Light. Giant of Light, Warrior of Light. Or the Giant Warrior of Light. Or the one that I like from uh, Australia. Save oh, yeah. the stars. That's also worth noting. So the two original swords, Light and Dark, one was a Monogatari slot book, the other is a Shinju slot book, so yet more shitting on the animal slot books, <laughs> of which there are only four. Yep. Uh, and like some of the stories are about animals, too, so... Maybe three, I don't know. And I, can I say I love the fucking Yeti monster. Oh, yeah, so uh, May's boss, who decides to go camping to get away from what she thinks is her, her going crazy by seeing Wonder Woman in the sky. She goes camping, and then fucking Legiel shows up, and the new altar books that they're using, because of yeah, all the humans... Yeah, it's like the uh, Ganmas and the uh, the one, the Ride Watches where it's, they're using victims now. Yeah, so because all these humans saw Wonder World when it was connected to the sky, they're using new altar books that are shaped like Jao Dragon and just tossing it into humans and turning them into monsters instead of spawning new ones. And she gets turned into Shira Yuki Yeti. Which, which is, is like Snow, Snow White. Or Snow White Yeti. No, like, literally Snow White the... No, it's Yeti Snow White. Yeah. The Snow White Yeti. 
Yeah, I, 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 I'm very hugely biased towards Yetis. Like, I just love Yetis. I love the concept of the Abominable Snowman. So, like, any Yeti kind of thing, I just immediately fall in love with. They're so fucking cool. Yeti. Yeti. I, I need to watch the, um, I need to watch the, like, what was it, Smallfoot? Like, well, what's the, what's the two uh, Yeti movies that came out recently? Yeah, uh, Smallfoot and Missing Link. Yeah, I need to watch the those. Missing Link's more of a Sasquatch. Oh, okay. Though I do recommend it, because Lyco's, like, fucking masterpiece. Mm. And, you know, just because I find random photos online, just... <laughs> <laughs> and yes, yes, Ichi, that is an alien wearing a hoodie, track pants, and sneakers. Okay. Yeah. So it, it took me half the series to fucking realize you. Wait, does anyone else see the alien? So... One thing that was kind of you had to really be paying attention to notice was. Oh, I'm listening. That's cute. So you had to really be paying attention to notice, but in the ending of episode 16, all the shots of them going to the museum is just Tomo by himself. And yeah, it looked like he was Tomo really alone in book world. He was really he was really lonely, and it felt so sad. All my friends are gone. All my friends are gone. You're home again. It was also, it was also Glad just like the key. It was also really like sad to see Rintaro just so angry. <laughs> My sad blue boy, no! Yeah, he's just like, he's like, no! Why would you betray us? <laughs> he was so happy about Soba, and then everything sort of. Soba more like Nova, and then everything went so I bad. Mean, but it makes sense because he was raised by the sword of Logos. So. Yeah. So when Toma questions his precious guild, he gets a little hypersensitive. Yeah. You're basically it's... saying your family is bad. Your dad sucks, bro. It, Except it's... not... I mean, I wasn't going to say it that way, but... <laughs> it's a, it's the Tangle meme of like all the swords against Toma. <laughs> Just when you know what's going on. What, what everyone else thinks. Oh, yeah. But yeah, oh, so... Yeah, all the swords in Flynn Rider... I think Saber's yeah. at that point now where it's starting to get super serial. It's starting to see. No, I never. I, dude, I never doubted it for a second. That's not me towards you. That's me just towards people in general. No, I know. See, but, but, Saber's but, good. Uh, see, now that we no longer have to cram in fucking fifty gajillion books, <laughs> we can now finally start the story. Mm-hmm. So uh, next week's episode is about dealing with the Yeti, and also we'll get to see the Psycho Shadow. Why would that question be for me? I don't know anything about Pretty Cure. Oh, um. Oh, but Taro predates because uh, in Pretty Cure in the first in the first series, their sort of titles are the emissaries of light. Yeah, man. I mean, it's pretty. I mean, that is it's a, a pretty, pretty common trope for something to be blank of light. Like I said, it's also a Final Fantasy reference. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's Saber. Let's move on. All right, we have other shows. Do the thing. Oh, oh, Kira That's Garth's thing, My god. Machine Sentai Kirameter. Kirame Red versus Jordanheim. Begin! Oh my god, Karachal fucking rapping. This absolutely has to be on one of the albums. I want this to be on the the big show album by the end, because okay, so episode thirty six rap, 
Christmas wrapping. Yeah, I, I, I just, just pumpkin wrapping. Fucking Christmas. Fucking Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I'm like, oh my god. Speaking of Christmas, apparently, is dissing people, but with respect. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Crystal. That's trying to remind me of the Merry Christmas. Merry Crystal. Merry Christmas. No Crystal Jesus or Crystallianity. Takamichi's already Crystal Jesus. Oh my god. Takamichi Crystal Jesus. I don't know. If anything, oh, she is more like Jesus. Oh god. She had bashed for our sins. God, that fucking daisy. Why is that a gif already? Just her just slamming into the When you hear something so fucking stupid, just the ultimate head death. When your friend just doesn't get it. So yes, Carantula's plan of the episode is Jesus Christ to fucking wrap his way no, into no, everyone being mean to each Jesus, other. This episode is Jesus Christ. But it's not even that. This is his be-all, end-all, this has to work, otherwise everything is for nothing plan. See, that's what we thought, because at one point he's like, I'll stake my life on this plan. Well, and that's then what, it look, and that's then what it he looks, said my subs. It's and, like, I stuck my life yeah. on this plan. And then it looks like he died at the end of the episode, but spoiler, in episode 37, he just walks back in. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, oh, I split myself into five, five me's. Because he divided himself into five beforehand. Fucking bullshit. And then, like, guards and just goes like, so you're 20% off? <laughs> so you're a knockoff. Anyway, I also noticed that in episode 36, and I don't know if this was in any earlier episodes, but that one shot of the rangers and all their zords running in the end, they added Aladdin to it. Yep. Oh yeah, that's been oh, that's around cool. for at least three episodes? If it has, then I apologize for not noticing. Yeah, it's the opening bit. Are you still like Takamichi just on his fucking sword, yeah. just not giving a so shit? So anyway, they're all talking about how they're going to celebrate Christmas. Meanwhile, Hakobu and Aladdin are connecting through Zoom. A boo boo. <laughs> yep, they actually are basically doing an interstellar Zoom chat. Oh, so I'm guessing Toei still thinks air horns are like super popular because I'm like I'm like air horns haven't been popular since like 2018. What is this? Maybe they're popular among Crystallians. Yeah, Crystallian air horns. Yes. Well, we don't know what Carantula is from. But like this episode literally turned into Eight Mile. Yeah, yeah, it was basically Eight Mile. That was the Eminem movie. Next up, yeah. Red Rabbit. Yeah, who? I wasn't thinking that, but it you know kind he, of does. You know, he had the rap battle against Falcon. Yeah, yeah, that was that was Anthony Mackie. I was like, holy shit! That's before he was like super known. I like that movie. I've never seen it, but I heard it's good. Oh, Eight Mile. Yeah. Oh. So anyway, Carantula's plan is to insult people with raps so that their hearts get tainted and they end up turning around and just insulting other people yeah. and then spreading yeah, it like a virus. You see a kid go up to Santa Claus and call him too old to cosplay. I'm like... He's wearing a beard, he's too old to cosplay. No! But then later on, like, Jewel goes back to the fucking carrot, carrot building, and fucking Hakutominami just took, like, x-rays, and, like, you see in the x-ray photos, like, the insults <laughs> are in are their, their chest. In their hearts. Yeah. And I'm like, bullshit! Oh my god! Oh, no wonder they're acting up. They're 
gonna fucking die in a minute. I gotta say, this show, like, the, their writers obviously were just like, you know what, we're gonna write this, but we're just gonna take it further and just go with oh, it. Man. And just keep, wo- the keep wor- with it. To, to quote Leonard Nimoy, the world needs laughter. Yeah. Like, this, this show has been a lot of that sounds fucking stupid. Like, ten years it. ago, this would be stupid. <laughs> Hell, two then years it ago. It goes right back around and becomes kind of amazing. But yeah, like, the Kirame Stones end up going, Wow, you guys are assholes! We quit! Fuck you! And then we get the funniest shit ever, just fucking mushing fire in full fire truck form, sitting on top of a hill, burning. Yeah. It was just reminding me of in Lupin Ranger when fucking oh, Goody was on sitting swing. on the swing. That, yeah. That's what it reminded me of. But you can tell, like, the first shot that you see, like, the behind shot, like, the side shot of, like, Machine Fire, it was just a toy, like, on a grassy hill. I wanted so bad for, like, before Jewel showed up to just see a couple of strangers walking by just like looking at it like is that a fucking fire truck and then they just walk away yeah, it's, just... like, it's like when Gwen uh, took you during Greta was on the fucking subway and no one no one was paying attention no one paid her anymore no it's eight hey, last season we had a talking dinosaur walking around everyone's just like hey, oh, we, yeah, we right. had to start that episode where Tiramigos just kind of just has a daily life and <laughs> plays fucking baseball Tira! Man, then, that we needs, had, then he makes friends with that kid. That yeah. needs to stay in Dino Fury. <laughs> him, him, him and Melt's fucking... Really him and Melt's relationship was the funniest shit ever. You know what? There. Power Rangers, you can have this. Kelson Henderson as Tiramigo's counterpart. Yeah, I wouldn't be down if they get, get him to voice him. I want that. I want Boom as Tiramigo. Oh. <laughs> so... So, so, but so, the plan is smart, though. It in mostly fact, works. Everyone but, one person, and then it's like a game of telephone. It, it's vir- It's like a virus. The jewel, jewel yeah. is so pure. Or it's more like Either you just that, like, or you or avoids you... getting hit because when Takamichi gets hit, he, he, even though it doesn't actually cover Takamichi's mouth, he puts his mouth over his fucking helmet mouthpiece. <laughs> like, it's gonna stop him. How the fuck does that? <laughs> just, but... Just... How the fuck does that work? Just covers it. No! Kids, fuck you! Can't talk in these things! Yeah. So then, Karantula decides to take it a step further and invite Jewel to a dark MC battle! And, like, it's full on. Invited they... personally by Yodana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, um, like, they got, like, a, I guess, like, an actual rapper. I love it! Chris yeah, steps okay. out, like, Professional I happen to. Rapper. I happen to attack this actual rapper, so now he's hosting. Also, I gotta say, whatever <laughs> outfit Yodana was in, it suited her really yeah, well. You know what? Really good. Actually, looks good in a rap outfit. Yeah. Looks good in anything. Let's be real. Yeah, now I'm just now I'm just thinking about this. Crunchyroll's rap skills must be that high that he got a pro- that he was able to get a professional rapper under his control. Yeah. He dissed him real good. He dissed him that was hard. Pretty good. Like it rhymed, yeah. it, it worked. Like hey, you I don't know me. Japanese, so I can't say how accurate the translations and, were. And, yeah, and like it was mostly pretty accurate. Jewel was trying to be insulting, but in a nice way. But he still couldn't do it. And I'm like, all right, Jewel, like come on, bud. Yeah, I, I, I feel that. I don't think I could even do do a rap battle with like. It's like Kermit the Frog trying to rap. <laughs> and then fucking. I think Kermit the Frog could totally rap. And no, then, look, look up celebrity. Rap battles. Oh yeah, I remember that. I saw that. (laughs) Kermit's being the most politest thing, and I think it's It's hilarious. Uh, Like Rizzo's like, what what are you doing? Yeah, I'm I'm just doing the thing. No, no, I'll show you how it's done. (laughs) 
Christian yeah, rap. So, yeah. so then Mabushina comes stumbling into the arena with fire warbling around in her hands. And the two of them just start insulting each other. But then it slowly evolves into like dissing but with, with I love friendship you. respect. No, I love like, you because you're, you're so being super stubborn but I love you man. So you go, I love that I love you decided to change your outlook on life. Your be- asshole. Your best friend before me was a sketchbook. Yeah, that's right. My sketchbook was my only friend, but when you came around my life changed that part of me came to an end. <laughs> I'm trying I'm trying to rhyme this. And so like you see Carantula trying to be like be like Oh no! The, the rap's over. And like even the rapper, like the Did rapper, you know? he's just like, no, 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 no! This is happening. Fuck off. <laughs> I, I even like how one of the mooks was dressed up in the DJ. The man. DJ, yeah. <laughs> I was so sad we didn't get an actual proper DJ Jamin. Probably, probably blue. Now we got a giant fucking ball. DJ monster. No, instead turn we get fucking turntable monster. Turntable but... Gomoryu, complete with bling. Yeah, and his like record eyes, his oh, records boy, were like God. the eyes. Oh, it's, God. it's me, bling bling boy. <laughs> it's the bling bling boy. Play the play. But I just love it. Just like all the mooks start cheering on Jewel and Machine Fire. And they're just like, wait, how are they liking this? I'm like, to be fair, the mooks. Are working together on this, they probably think, you know, oh shit, these guys get it, like how we get it with one another. And then we got like the ultimate roll call. <laughs> yeah, like oh, you were out with all the machines showing up again to make up for them. It was so funny because, like, through the first part of the episode, Elena was like, you know what, I realized we haven't seen the roll call in a while, and then we get the most grandiose roll call of the whole series Gotta so far. sell all those toys. Yeah, like, I like that all of them show up and you just hear MACHINE! And I'm like, alright. I also realized... All the side zords. I also realized I can recreate that check because I have all the... Do it. You do, you do have all of them. Do it. I have all of them except for... Just, like, uh, put them on the this little one. table with, like, an epic background on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So... The whole thing with Christos, their holiday, is that no one's allowed to insult each other on Christos. But then, like, Aladdin shows, Aladdin shows up and he's like, Normally, this would be against Christos, but I will allow this because of your sick raps! Wouldn't doubt if you fucking basically, invented it. I, I mean, that's basically what he says. Yeah. Well, well, no, because he mentioned, like, he mentioned that they were, in a, in a way... They were complimenting each other. It, the Green rapper rap. host described it as the best kind of raps, the ones with respect. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like why did mine work? It's like because you just had no like because you didn't respect your fellow rapper. Yeah. And I'm like, oh snap! And then he leaves. But first, he gives a, he gives you Jewel have to be respectful and see. Yeah, he fist bumps Jewel. And then, so they fight the fucking turntable Gomoryu, and they pull up the big giant Kirame Go arrow cannon again. Fire the Fire the, ma- the it doesn't work. <laughs> I was gonna say the the majors and it doesn't work. Fire the machines. Fire the machines. <laughs> so yeah, it looks like Carantula's dead in that episode, but then we see him again in the next one. Like I was upset. I'm like, oh, there goes Carantula for the rest of the show. Literally, first scene. And back. back. Like I, I also. Oh. I also really love at the end when when my, uh, Fire and Jewel are just standing there, like, talking it out at the end, and he, like, pats him, and okay. like, there, there, good okay. fire truck. Okay, it was bugging me, because I know behind the scenes there was nothing there. Of course so not. His, so his hands just 
floating in mid air right beside fire. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Just move him over. <laughs> then we cut back I to the... I thought had a heart-to-heart with a fire truck up on a on a sunset mountain. Yeah. I haven't seen this since Transformers Robots in the Skies. <laughs> <laughs> then we cut back to the carrot base where Mock is screaming because he still has 1,800 things to simp over Senna about. He's such a simp. He is a simp. I hate that word, but that's what's happening. <laughs> Mock, you have problems. And they're about to get worse in the next episode. <gasps> yeah, because, you know, Senna truly knows what's up. Pictures like I've been looking forward to it all week. Huh. I didn't know Senna was excited for Cash Ranger. <laughs> so yeah, episode thirty-seven starts off with Crunchula revealing that I live, bitch. But how did you survive? Oh, I had uh, I had Yodana split me up into five people, and I just sent out one guy, and the other four came to me. And Which then if one... this is if they explained it in a certain way in this episode, that means Crunchula is sort of lost. A piece of him. Part of his body, yeah. Like, a part like of his part personality. Of his mind, rather. So now we only have Carantula's 1 through 4. But it's it's weird because... Who, who says that when was number 5? Yodana... The, re- the reason that... Um, the reason that Senna gets divided is because Yodana whips her without changing the setting on the whip from yeah, the Yeah, like there's some sort of, like, dial on her whip and yeah, she doesn't like, change it. <laughs> I should have said it to M for one. She ends up, I'm going to call it what it is, she ends up spanking the Definitely. Green Ranger and separating her into her own Sentai. I like Thunderbreast or Orb. Maybe we lost rapper Crunch. Okay, yeah, he lost his, his whack rap skill. That was best, the part of him. He lost the best one. Did you notice the Gene reference in this episode? Which G so, so one of the Senna's at one point goes, I'm going uh, to sit around and do nothing. Like, and she goes to, like, run off. Like, I was like, oh, it's cheats. It's his cat's race. I'm pretty sure that's common enough to not... It, it is, because G has his own swing to it by including the word Jeed in his catchphrase. It still sounded like... Well, not, now, the guy from Lupin Pad making that... Make, uh, saying that is a reference to G. Yeah, because it was the boss. It was his boss. Of, uh, episode of Euro where Euro yeah. got divided into seven. Yeah. I just love, like... like like Senna and and uh, and uh, Sayo are at this cafe, and then just out of nowhere, Yodana just fucking kicks the fucking sign. Yeah, so the fuck should the sign do to you? Come on! But anyways, I, I, I was happy because, like, as people are aware of, Senna's I, I think Senna's a very attractive woman. I like her like specifically, and so we got five of them. I was like, five Senna's, pairs of Senna's legs. <laughs> I just find it. God. I just find it a bit weird because they're like, "Oh no, it's Yodana. Let's transform the fight." It's like you guys have fought her. It doesn't work out. Yeah. Why don't tactical retreat? But girl power, Gar. Tactical retreat. No. If I was commander, Rangers don't retreat. I am your superior commander, and I would tell you to retreat. So anyway, the two of them try fighting Yodana, and Senna literally gets her ass whipped. <laughs> so we get. Well, then that makes her divide into five selves, one of which is her angst and caution. The Senna Sentai, as I call it. Wait a minute. That's perfect. We have we have five different personalities: the, the energetic go-getter, the cute Instagrammer, the smart, capable one, the over-emotional one. 
And the downer, pessimistic one. And it's funny because when I saw that and I realized, oh, they're all, like, based on personalities. Starscream did it. Okay. Starscream like, has... Yeah, so in one of the Transformers cartoons, Starscream made clones yeah, animated. They have him get divided, too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and they're all based on different personalities. So one's a coward, one's an egomaniac, one's a suck-up, the other's a liar. And as he's and as he's being called a liar, I am not. One's a jock, one's a nerd, one's a princess. Where are you? Oh, I'm I Scottish. Like the <laughs> there is that Starscream has no positive quality. And, and yet, one of them's female. Oh, her name's Slipstream. Oh, all right. We don't know what her personality trait is. Right. So, so Emperor Yodan tells Yodana that Your she needs phone. to meet with Oladdin. <laughs> Just you know, you know, your big bad's catching up with the times when he's contacting Invite Morpher. <laughs> what up? It was interesting how they foreshadowed what happened later by like Karancho's like, "Oh, I talked to Emperor Yodan," and she's all, "What? You got to talk to him directly? He only ever calls me on my cell phone." And it's like, yeah, me. Neither. I, I. I'm his aide, and yet I've never seen him face-to-face, and then we finally find out why. Yeah, but uh, we'll get to that in a sec. So, Yodana is tasked with finding Aladdin. Why? Uh, I don't know, he just asked for it. So after Senna, one of the Senna's spills that uh, he's in Atomald, she goes over to Hakobu, and she basically orders him to take her to Aladdin, and Hakobu promptly tells her to go fuck herself. But then, like, like, she brings Garza with her, and, like, Garza tries to thing, and he's like, I fuck both of that again! You know what? Just fly it up! Bye! <laughs> so long, bitches! Garza trying to control me again! <laughs> I'm calling. I also Garza think... Garza tried to cut me in half again. It was absolutely... <laughs> I think it was absolutely hilarious how the separated Senas had the fucking numbers on them. Not only on their jackets, but on the helmets. Height Dipper from Gravity Falls. Right? And then and then we got the fucking piece de resistance of a fucking episode. We got we got the pen, pen pineapple apple pen. Oh my reference. god, Hakitami so, Nami did a pizza! Yeah, so like what, he just he did a straight up pineapple apple apple pen to put them back together. Yeah, it's like Santa then, one, Santa two, uh Santa <laughs> twelve. Then, uh, Takamichi said wonder uh <laughs> and so, I can't like, believe they're still making keypad reference. So then we get like the four out of the five senas back together, and then she yep. transforms to Kirame Green, and you just see like one, two, three, and four just slapped on the top of her head. Even they look kind of cool. Decided to stay this way, her Kirame Green helmet would have those numbers on it forever, I guess. Yeah. So they just they decided that oh, we don't need the sad, depressed one because she's just so full of confidence and spunk that like she'll be fine. Like she doesn't have to worry about like the worst case scenario. But then it there's a situation that getting killed. Yeah. I, I I'm really I'm willing to bet that those numbers on the helmet will be on Premium Bandai in a month. <laughs> As stickers. Yeah. Oh God. But yeah, so they decide or. Rather, number five, the depressed one, decides, oh, you don't need me. <laughs> so she just fucking leaves. And the other's like, yeah, this is fine. We don't need her. According to Kaguya, she turned into Kiermegri. <laughs> I like that. And then, and then, um, and then we just get, like, the fifth one, fifth Senna, just, like, in 
like a different set of clothes. And she's she like, like undoes her ponytail. Yeah, so she saw us the number five on the Yeah, jacket. so like yeah. when she changed clothes, the number just appears. Yeah. So fun. she's just on like at a at a beach. Also, did anyone else notice that number five they put like completely different makeup on her to well, make yeah, her look like, like more tired. Of, make her look tired and depressed. Yeah. Oh, did she try to kill herself? Is that what her going to the beach was for? Yeah, she was going to walk into the water? I believe that the implication was that she was walking into the water in order to do wow. that. But oh my god! But what was with the suitcase? That might have actually just been, like, not on purpose. That maybe, they, they, maybe but when she started running towards the water, I was just like, oh my god, they're actually going to have that be maybe, the implication. But then maybe they she sort was, of ran across the water? It was, it was weird. I... Dark Maybe she was just gonna swim for the new land. I don't know. I don't know why though. <laughs> just it reminded me of when aging Ankh fought in the water. I just think it was overtly gratuitous to just yes, all right, go ahead, throw the two female characters into the beach water. It must have been super cold. <laughs> to quote Jack Black, I may be dreaming that last part. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I feel like it must it must have been really cold because they must have filmed that like fall. Yeah. Why do you think they were all layered in clothing? Yeah. Also, also, well, no, it's Senna. Senna or also, Senna I, I forgot to mention it. earlier, it was absolutely hilarious how Senna 2 was just, like, fucking Instagramming and just taking pictures of them. Yeah! And this is, it's thanks to this show that I now know the term for using Instagram is called gramming. Even like, I knew for that. For fuck's sake! I didn't know that. I barely use Instagram or Which, Snapchat. Which, by the way, I need to You get the Grammy Award. I need to take a gram photo tomorrow. <sighs> but a grim, but a gram! Just but yeah, it's this episode is definitely a. It teaches you that you need to not always be happy. No, because that's the thing that I incorporate into my everyday life. Like when I make plans with people, I always make sure to have a backup plan so I'm not set up for disappointment later. Hmm, how can I fuck this up? No, well, no. It's like <laughs> I have a plan with like Yuga or something like that, and then like all of a sudden you're like, oh, I, I, I'm sorry, I have to go into work tonight. Okay, I'll play Fortnite then. Like I just I always have a backup plan if, if another plan. Fails. I just try I not think to make that, plans. That, that, that sort of like managing your own expectations is actually really important. Yes. Oh, that yeah. Was, that was the message of the episode. I, I, I'm autistic. I'm all about expecting the worst out of everything, every situation. Expect the unexpected. I'm always expect. I'm more so expecting the best to happen in the situation I'm in, because but I also if, expect if the worst. Expect, if you expect the worst, then. You're either going to be right or pleasantly surprised. Yeah. No, I've had days where I'm, like, thinking, oh, I'm going to have a really shitty day, and then I end up having, like, the best day ever. <laughs> I, I don't know. There has to be a balance somewhere, but anxiety makes you expect the worst, and maybe sometimes that's a good thing. I don't In know. In moderation. Yeah. Not always. Yeah, not always. Um, it yeah. Was, it was nice to see, like, Senna come in and just give her last part a hug. Well, yeah, that's how the last two fused with her. Yeah, just hug. Like, oh, we need you. You're awesome. It was funny because, like, Sayo hugs Senna 5 for a brief moment, and I'm like, oh, God, please don't absorb no. it. No. <laughs> but just, it's that weird how... Happen, but it would have been weird if it did. Yeah. But it's just weird to think that this is... Okay, this episode was written by the head writer of the show. It's weird how it starts off very goofy and very comedic. And then as soon as it gets to the beach scene and for the rest of the episode... Fucking nosedive into like emotions. I mean, this episode did also feature a dinosaur on a skateboard. That's true. 
That is very is that true. Kind of the definition of what Super Sentai is like? Like I've been oh saying for years, I the can... juxtaposition between drama and comedy is the best thing about shows like this. Oh my goodness, I can recreate I that photo like too because movie. I now have Machine Carry. There you go. Skateboard dance. <laughs> yeah, so fucking Senna1234 in King Express puts Jokey on fucking machine carry and just glides it around. I now want to take the music of like But oh no, they're heading towards civilians in a car and without her pessimism and worst case scenario processing, she's too carefree to think where she's going! Oh no, what we do? Just pick up the car. Yeah. Traumatize those people for life. They probably need therapy for the next six months. Okay. Carrot's probably gonna have to pay for that. Calm down, I saved you. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, so it's like, uh, guys, we solved the Garza to, we solved the smug Jokey to attack, and he took over King Express. We got Jaku Express again. What? Things can't possibly get worse. So, So anyways, yo, Donna becomes a. turns out to be a split personality of. Oh my god! Oh my god! So, Aladdin shows up. And then explodes into a giant worm. Watching Yodana's fucking head explode might have actually traumatized me. That was actually really surprisingly visceral. Oh no! Don't like that! Nope. And then it, so it turns out that Emperor Yodan has been hiding inside of Yodana. Oh, I don't like it! Yeah, because like she was. I apologize for the referencing, but if anyone else here is a fan of Homestuck, all I could think of was when Doc Scratch became Lord English. But like, because like, Yodana's always constantly complaining. It's just like, it's like, I never get to see. And now we know why! And like, the guard's just like, aren't you your secretary? Like, what? And I was really confused about exactly what it meant in terms of like, was it a split personality or? But then the stinger confirms that it is that there's well, a, there's a split personality inside. Well, this is split personality when he reverts back into Yodana, and her first immediate response is, "Well, where? Well, where are you? I brought you. I brought you a Latin. Yeah. So now the question is, we see two masks sticking out of his head. So what's the other mask going to do? Karantula. No, because Karantula said he's talked directly to Yodan. So how could they be in the same body? Split personality. No, I don't buy it. It's possible. Schizophrenia. Mm, but then why would it be different for Karantula and Yodana? Maybe Yodana... That's how, that's how crazy he is. Uh, oh my know. goodness, it goes back to my theory that all he had was himself to talk to. No, you know what it, I think? Remember the opening when they show the villains and there's one empty slot? The red mask is the next general we haven't seen. We're not going to get one more general, especially with, like, eight episodes left. I gotta go with Gar here. I think it, I could credentialize the other half of his personality. Uh, it, it I, explain, I'm not convinced. It would explain why he's just there and not really has his own backstory. Yeah, we, yeah he doesn't really have a backstory. But how could Yodana and Karantula both exist? Schizo- schizophrenia. So they're, they're in separate bodies! Split, perse- split personality. Different uh, freaking different vessels. Because that's why we saw. We saw the blue mask go over top and then bam, they're like, or come off. Yeah, right so Yodana is inside Yodana's body, so how could he also be inside Karantula? Have you seen how big that like fucker is? Like Matryoshka of personality. Wiped out like fucking quarter of the city in a single fucking blast. That has nothing to do with the question. Wait, wait, in, Anyways, I agree with 
We might be wrong. Who knows? Who knows? We may get one more general. Hell, freaking. Maybe gun, that red gun, mask is just his like super form. Hell, Gun George proved us wrong. I was gonna say there's <laughs> precedent. Gun George. Gun George. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Gun George one. I think I am Gun George two. Oh it's my, shooting time. Oh my goodness, Gun George. <laughs> oh my gosh, is that a bananas in pajamas reference? <laughs> yeah. All right. So cool. So, I, I thought that this this whole thing was of, it a bananas and pajamas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Like I I felt I felt like me- memories from the far off past just shooting into my head. yeah. I was expecting that after this reveal that the whole Yodana not knowing about Yodan being insider was going to be maintained for a couple episodes, but no. At the end of the episode, they just tell her. <laughs> I fe- I feel kind of cheated. I Yodan, Yodan's inside. I wanted some big dramatic moment where Yodana realizes the truth and then just explodes into Yodan and we never see her again. You know what this? You know what this is? It's the finale of Ultraman. Hi, it's uh, Ultraman's leaving. Guys, that's the Red Orb that I crashed to at what? the lake. What? Why is it daytime? <laughs> why am I in the? Why am I not in the? Jet? Why are you just... guys all year older? <laughs> why, why am I sweaty? Am I not bathed? Fuji, uh, are we still dating? But yeah, but yeah, so Yodan shows up, goes, the earth isn't quite polluted yet, so make it more polluted, and then I'll rule it. Make it more shit! Oh, by the way, Thanos snaps the entire city block into complete fucking destruction. And I just love how the rangers are like... And it done or anything, they just... There was probably several injured. Yeah, and like they're all they're all contemplating like wh- how are we gonna be able just. We're just, fucked. No, we're straight fucked. No, and Aladdin comes to no. You're the Caravagers. <laughs> yeah, see, Takamichi pull out a cigarette, <laughs> takes a puff, smooth. Fuck. <laughs> just I love the smell of destruction in the morning. No, no, no just takes a puff. Did that feel? Did that not feel right to you guys either? Because that felt fucked. <laughs> just Johnny Silverhand, get up, Samurai. <laughs> just like just gotta see you, bro. I I just because I don't like villains that show up and be like, I'm the big bat, and then immediately get killed. Yo, oh, so you mean the ninja? Yeah, the <laughs> ninja, Q Ranger, Lupin Pat to an extent, Re Soldier. <laughs> so so Kira Major's like, oh, by the way. Well, I mean, at least Yodan was, like, referenced throughout the show. Yeah, but... Well, the same was with the ninja, with fucking... Yeah. But it's like, at least here, he's like, no, he's going to prove his dominance. And just destroy the the entire city. It was also cool seeing Kira Mazin, like, crouch down with the sword. And I'm like, oh, where's this, where's the show gonna go now? Because we're going to... To make another Avengers reference... This is the endgame. We're in the endgame now. (laughs) It's endgame. So next week, uh, Takamichi and Garza have some sort of duel. What? A Crystallian duel. What? And also the fucking Tooth Jamen, and you know they're going to use Takamichi's drill on it. Oh no, you literally oh, see God. Shigeru rubbing all over his head. Drilling in the top of his head. Gross, ew. Oh, that hurt. I didn't watch the preview, because like, as soon as the episode ended, I'm like, okay, time to go. But yeah, Takamichi and Garza are having like an epic duel. Yes! Yes! yes. So yeah, Kira Major still... Still funny, still awesome. That's it. David K's Garza. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yes indeed. And you have Scott McNeil as Crunchula. <laughs> yes. 
Yes. Just with the rat trap voice. Gary Chalk is Aladdin. <laughs> Damn it. That, you know what? I'm going to take Beast Wars audio, put it with the first episode, and just show it to people. Just, this is how much this works. Yep. You're going down, Garza. Oh, I don't think so, Aladdin. You and your Kara Majors are going down. No, you, yes. No. <laughs> for one of the, I don't know which, but for one of the villains, you just have to put in Jafar audio. <laughs> No, Carantula's voice. Oh, that's why I forgot. Carantula's voice by uh, Tarantulas or Waspinator. Carantula's Tarantulas. The names are too similar. Sort of see it, just with that raspy voice. Ah! Carantulas. Carantulas. Or or hell, if anything, Inferno. Yes, my queen. All royalty! I wish you'd stop calling me. Burn in the fires of Inferno. We Ah! We like Beast Wars here. Or, masterpiece Inferno. Or if you're Canadian, Beasties. Beasties! Or, or Quick Strikes VA. Yeah. But anyways, I think that is the episode, because, damn, we've been going on for like a while. Uh, so what are we talking about next Those week? were good episodes, though, I think. Yeah, all, got it. all four episodes were really good. Video Sentai! Kasuja! It's feature topic list. Alright. Alright. <gasps> Jikai! Then you sent that cast ranger. Nice, sir. Nice. Oh, look! More samurai flamenco! Samurai flamenco cook. Hooray! Apparently, this is where shit hits the fan. Yeah. Finally! Yeah, that's what Raven's been waiting for. Gotta draw the line the fucking fan, uh, dude. <laughs> Alright, so I think this is where I'm gonna make an announcement. So oh, it's boy. very, it's very, very important. Um, so a couple people know, because like people who follow me on Facebook, they, they know, and people who follow me on Twitter. Um, so as of January 31st, um, I am, I am moving. So I'm going to be... Uh-uh. He's leaving me! Yeah, uh, so I'm moving in with my girlfriend and her family because we want to kind of get started on our life together because we've been together over six years and it just, like, been kind of wanting a life change a bit just to kind of excite things a bit, just a bit more because, like, just past year has just been really shitty. Oh, so. yeah, move through a pandemic. Totally the best idea. Well, like, it, I'm, I'm being very cautious and safe about it. So, um... Yeah, so I probably, I won't be living here anymore, um, but for that, um, like, for the, probably for the first month or so until things, like, get a bit, you know, safer, I'll probably just be over Discord, um, for Cast Ranger, but after, once things get a little better, I'm going to, like, make it my goddamn mission to be here in person every Friday for Cast Ranger Live, just because I just feel it wouldn't be the same unless I'm here in person to do it, so. Well, of course. Well, yeah. Well, Ranger. But, um, yeah, well, like I said, I'm not going anywhere, like, I'm, I'm literally a 40-minute train ride away from, from Toronto, so, it's, it's not, I'm not moving to another country, I'm not moving to another province or anything, I'll be literally 40 minutes away, so, uh, but yeah, this is, just, this is a big thing for me, big change, and, like, I'm sad, because I have a lot of memories with Nietzsche and Guard. like, you guys are fucking awesome dudes, and best friends, family to me, um, but, yeah, it, it is no exaggeration that I probably wouldn't be here today without you here. I know, man. Um, and like guard, you've just been such a great person to hang out with all the time. We've had many fun discussions, fun walks to Walmart and stuff. So what am I gonna? What am I gonna do? Because Ichi's also moving into his own place. So. Yeah, I don't know how much detail I've gone into, but 
the garage at our property is being renovated into a new apartment for me that I'm moving into that I got to design and I'm very excited about. Yeah, so, so we were fairly moving Cast Ranger into theirs. So. Yeah, I'm gonna try my best to make sure <laughs> there's enough seating for everyone, and I'm gonna put up I'm gonna put up sound padding so the audio quality will be better. Yeah, which means oh, which means we're gonna be all on ourselves in this house. Hey, you have people moving in here. True, people we, people we know, people you know. That's true. Yep. So you're not gonna be by yourself. Yeah, well, things aren't changing a lot; they're just changing a bit. The baby steps as. Everyone should when they reach adulthood. Baby steps. We fear change, but be we safe. must embrace that's, it. That's all. Just be safe with everything you do. Be be cautious and know uh, that no matter what you guys what you guys do, that there'll be somebody there to help. Of course, and we love you and uh, we appreciate it. Can, oh yeah. Can I, and that goes out to everyone listening too. We love all you guys. You guys make doing this worthwhile. Yep. I, I was so I've been so excited all day to come back to doing the show, and I'm I'm looking forward to blasting face first into 2021 with Cast Ranger and continuing to make this show great. Oh yeah, and we promise you we will be releasing the older episodes finally up onto onto the YouTube channel. Yes, those are in progress. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, the Shattered Grid script is coming. Oh yeah, that. Um, Gar is taking extra steps to make sure that episode, those videos are going to be extra awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Because the big thing that I want to do this year is basically not half-ass anything. Which is why He's I had... use his whole ass. Like, I had to delay Ultra Ranger because I'm like, you know what? I want to do this. I want to add that. It's the first episode of the year. Exactly. Not only that, it's the finale talk of last year's show. You know, I want to make it a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, if anyone's curious about Ultra Ranger, since it is Lay and I... Uh, we're going to do Discord as well until we're done the two shows that we're discussing. And then the show's going to get revamped into just me doing it by myself. Yeah, because it would just be, it'd be really hard to come down like twice a week and stuff. Because, like, you know, I'm going to have my own life and a job. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. Not that you aren't off. The, of course, if you wanted to, you could do your own solo show if you wanted. I could. I, I'm, mo- I'm more so going to try to get more into streaming, like on Twitch, because like, all my friends have been doing it, and it's really fun. I've been meeting new people, and then they've been really awesome. So I know a lot of people don't use it, but I think we should probably update the Facebook page to include like all of our updated links. Yeah. <clears throat> I'd be like, oh, like here's our own personal YouTube channel. Here's our Twitter, Instagram. Remind me at some point tomorrow. But yeah. But yes, so just because I'm moving doesn't mean I'm leaving Cast Ranger. You, uh, you're, you got, you fuckers are stuck with me. So fucking deal with it. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! I thought the um, was gonna be my year. Fortunately, though, <clears throat> a lot of my impulsive spending will be go- uh, put to an end because, like, I probably won't be collecting really any Toku at all anymore. It's, so I'm basically just going to keep the shit that, like. You know, I hold dear, so like my drive stuff, my build hazard collection, my Pat Ranger collection, which I really fucking love to death. So I'm never getting rid of that. Um, to answer Kaguya quickly, maybe, sort of. Gotta talk to someone. Uh, I gotta talk to somebody with <laughs> old, with Ultraman, but it was, like, the idea is to make it more of a script-style format of, like, having things, like, written out beforehand. But I wouldn't mind having guests on once in a while just to discuss... And, like, obviously, sometimes I'll come down and we can shoot the shit like old times. Ultra Ranger Retro! Yeah. Oh, shit, that may be a good idea. (laughs) I'll come back and be like, 
It's like, oh, you're great. No, Gar, not great. Powered. No. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about Ultra Powered. No! Cue the audience applause track. It's like we talked about the Australian Ultraman. Now we're going to talk about the American Ultraman. Anyways. So, <laughs> as always, the primary source of our hijinks is castranger.podbean.com. From there, you can find our Facebook page where we post thumbnails, our Twitter account, our Patreon where you can pledge for it to help us make the show better, our merchandise page where you can buy shirts and office supplies and masks and what have you with our emblems and logos. What about stickers? Stickers, I think so. I'm not 100% sure, but let me know if there's not. Uh, and I think that's about it. Comments for me. Yeah, let us know what you thought Everybody, of these episodes. you guys and everyone out there, just stay safe, take care with whatever you're doing, and good luck with everything. Exactly. Just because 2020 is over doesn't mean the problems have instantly fucking vanished into we're, the we're, air. We're closer we're, than we're, ever we're, to we're, that we're vaccine. Making but progress. Things but... are things are tighter than ever, but we're close to that vaccine, so let's not trip over the finish line. Oh, yeah. yeah. Careful, but, but, careful let's just say the people... For what happened this week, I'm not going to go into details mm-hmm. of what it was. What happened this week, that's a Big no no. As as one meme I saw went, man, it's been a hell of a year this week. <laughs> yep. Lemon's Wednesday. But think of it this way, and as Linkara would quote Superman, over there is its own problem. <laughs> That's it. Alright, bye. Alright. So long everyone. Take care everybody. <laughs>